0: Hello and welcome to episode 8. I believe it's episode 8. It is May 23rd, 2023. I'm RJ, RJ underscore that's art, on all social medias, I guess, or all the big ones. Maybe all the big ones, except a few. Uh, And I wanted to talk about, a little about uh, what I was talking about in episode 7, about my yo-yo hobby, uh, or just having that, and not having to film it or stuff like that, and just you know, it's a little thing outside, uh, which is nice. That's the other thing I wanted to talk about too: doing stuff outside. Uh, I feel like, and I may not be the only one here. Most of my time was spent on the phone or is on the phone because you know it's you gotta. It's the place to be, and I was missing that outside. You need the vitamin D from the sun and stuff, and. Just also doing stuff off of the phone is uh, quite... I And I think I need that. I need that uh, boredom. Uh, boredom's a big part of my, my art process. I'm <laughs> just bored the whole time. But I think that's where the good ideas come from. And I've read some stuff on it and listened to some stuff on it. And it does seem like it does make sense. So boredom is good. I feel like as an adult and especially in the world that we're in right now it's it's very hard to be bored and even even with access to every entertainment thing possible with streaming services and everything on social media it's not a boredom that's just like you have to figure out something to do it's just looking at things and You're still bored. It's just something to do. uh, Hopefully that makes sense. It's not... It's... Okay, it's active boredom, if that's a thing, where... Like, and I've done it, too. You're on the phone, you're scrolling, and 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 it's just... You don't even... I get the feeling sometimes when I'm... When I have done that, it's... I'm bored... But I'm still doing it, even though I'm bored with it. It's the same way with, uh, let's say, like Netflix. If I go to watch something on Netflix, I spend more time looking for something to watch than actually watching it. And I don't have that issue with stuff outside of technology. Like my art, I know what I have to do. I wish there was more than 24 hours in the day, but you know, it is what it is. And then like with reading and stuff like that, I don't have that issue, which I'm really glad I got that back because that took a few months to get back and to form a habit around that. Uh, And I feel better and I feel more creative and at ease where it's not all go, go, go social media kind of mentality. It's like a balance. I got to find a balance. And I hate it when people say that. I hate it. You got to find balance in life i'm trying not to say that but it's like just do what you got to do on social and then go outside (laughs) that's 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 the strategy (laughs) that is the strategy right now uh for myself just for uh just to be a more pleasant person to interact with and hopefully a more pleasant person to interact with but you know just to you know, and a, a yo-yo really triggered this. <laughs> and just be more... Because I feel like when I'm rushing around and I'm trying to do a lot on social, like, it, I I do want to post quite a bit. I don't know how many a day yet. I'm still trying to work that out. But whatever I can get at As long as I do a row a day, like, three a day, I'm fine. Everything else is just, like, a bonus. And the only reason I want to do that is not to be spammy cuz i don't i don't believe posting more is going to get me any more interaction than what i'm getting now which is you know bottom of the barrel kind of thing the idea behind posting a lot is because i have large series and i'm going to if i post one thing a day or even a row a day And with how much stuff it is in the art thing and how much other stuff I want to do and what, you know, the other stuff I want to talk about or uh, film and stuff like that, I would be there for probably like two years plus just posting the same series, even like the Mars series that I'm posting right now. And then I'm going to try to get photos hopefully later today. I'm not sure if I'll actually get them of another series. Uh, and hopefully they 'll be better because they're majority white and taking photos of uh majority white canvas has been my kryptonite, but I would be there for a while like the Mars series has uh thirty four sixty eight it has about one hundred and twenty pieces, like individual pieces, and they 're all physical and because there's 34 canvas and panels, 34 maps, 34 decoders, 14 postcards, and 14 trading cards. Yeah. Uh, and if I just post one a day, I'm going to be there for 100 and something days. <laughs> so the days of going slow on social media, I think, are long gone. And even Facebook, or Instagram has even said it. Back in the day, it was... Uh, like five years ago, it was post one thing a day or one thing every other day and you're cool. And now Instagram wants you to post three times a day. TikTok doesn't care how much you post. Twitter doesn't care how much you post. YouTube, I think does, but I don't know how much after you do the ID, uh, check or the ID clarification or whatever the hell it's called in it, through Google. And then they're like, yeah, you can post more. I'm like, cool. More time <laughs> spent here, uh, but yeah, I would be there for a while. So I do like posting quite a bit. I'm just trying to find, like like I said, a row a day for me is good. Uh, anything beyond that point where I can still get other stuff done is amazing. Uh, but yeah, it, it, yeah, it's just building the thing and finally being able to take photos where I actually am okay with them, where they're not like just shit. And then I got to run around and be like, oh, I got to post this. I got to do this. And, you know, that social media panic, which I feel like a complete jackass for having at times where I wasn't like it was not anxiety. It was just this constant frustration of like, why can't I find a way to do this where they come out decent? And I actually went back and I looked in my archive on Instagram, and when it was just photos, I actually liked how it looked back then. <laughs> and uh, something something went wrong. Like, I, and I've talked about this before. When the videos started becoming prominent, you got to do videos. You got to do reels. There's no way around it. You know that's what we're pushing now. Photo. We're not a photo app anymore. That's when the real uh, issues for me started where it was like, oh, now I have to go learn this. It's not just enough to make the art. It's not just enough to post the art. It's not just enough to talk about the art. It's like, oh, I got to do all this other stuff. And there's a few books that have helped with uh, my thought process, getting used to that. And I may talk about them in uh, some videos, like little art book reviews kind of stuff. But I haven't decided if I'm going to do that or how how I want to what I want to say Cause I'm also really considering, uh, just doing like a minute long video. Like that's my limit with the videos. I know I can go longer, but I'm, I'm debating if I even should bother, uh, just because shorter videos do better, which I don't know if that's true. Cause I've heard other things where it's like longer. They want you to do longer videos, especially on TikTok. I don't know if that's true. So I may experiment with that and I do have a rambling style so talking for 10 minutes is absolutely no problem for me <laughs> it's a gift I should use it uh whether I'm saying anything coherent or interesting or uh anything that makes sense is a completely separate issue but I know I can talk for 9 minutes I've done it right now but uh yeah just I don't know. I think there's like a balance. I think there's a balance of at least what I'm trying to figure out where it's like, I like this, this, and this. Okay. I don't like this. I know I don't like that. Should I still pursue it because I think it'll lead somewhere or maybe it could grow and I could learn to like it. So it's like this constant, balancing act of being like, okay, I'm comfortable with this. I'm comfortable with this. And then there's like, I'm uncomfortable with this. And it's like, okay, if I'm uncomfortable with this, maybe I should follow it for a while and be like, all right, let me test it out. And I've always been like that with, with art. And then I'm trying to branch that out into the other aspects of my life, but with art, I'm extremely experimental. Uh, I like playing around with materials, and I, I do want to bring those back, talking about art materials again. But I like playing around, I like experimenting, and I think that's where the ideas come from. But the issue that I had was when I was doing a lot of art, and I was very experimental, it was there was no social media. I wasn't on social media. I was just Googling things and, and trying to play around with them and try to see what I could do with it. And a lot of looking at art movements and stuff like that, which I kind of lost just because social media took over and it, and I, and with the books, with reading, I stopped doing that. I stopped watching movies. I stopped watching TV shows, which I I can't really find anything I'm interested in TV show-wise. So I'm much more into books now. And yeah, that experimental phase is very important to uh, me, to my creativity. And uh, the being bored part, to bring that up again, I was really bored I was really bored. I wasn't in a good place, uh, with my family. And I was like, all right, I'll just do art. I'll focus on that. All right. I'm not, I'm not in an argument with anybody. I don't have to listen to anybody else's drama or I don't have to be involved in their drama. It was just me and the art. So I really hyper focused on that and fell in love with it. And I'm still in love with it. It's just I don't experiment as much, which is quite sad because social media has kind of crept. Not really crept. It's kind of stampeded when it was like, oh, I can post stuff and I can get attention for making my art. This is is amazing. And then you just start talking to the wrong people and you get drawn into that stuff. And I found that when I first started social, it was like, all right, Everybody was really excited to be there because it was like the last few years of when Instagram was good. Uh, and, And now it is what it is. But I found that I'm very used to being around people who are like my family, very drama oriented, very attention seeking. And I'm comfortable being around those people because I'm used to it. So when I first got on social, it wasn't, I, was, I was running into people who were like my family because it seems to be there's a lot of people out there who are like my family. So I've kind of got more choosy uh, with who I interact with for the most part. Sometimes I can't really tell and people are just confusing, but whatevs. <laughs> but yeah, the being bored, I think the phone is a, it's a tool and I, I really love my, my iPhone. It does a lot for me and I can do a lot with it. So it's more, you know, and I have a choice with what I do with it. I feel like there's a lot of people. I read this book recently and I'm not going to say the name of it because it was, I, I did not like it. Uh, but the person in it was just berating the phone, berating the uh, social media apps. Like there was no choice in the matter like like you're on social you you got options here you know you can choose what to interact with your for you page is is uh set up for what you're interacting with uh you, you know you don't get mad i don't know some people do get mad at books what am i talking about cuz like you just don't read the book you don't like the book don't read the book you don't like the book don't have don't get it for your kid to read uh don't have them interact with tv shows or movies you don't like Don't interact with things you don't like. (laughs) But the, the book I was reading, the guy, I don't know, somebody hurt this man. But it was like he had, nobody had a choice when you go on social media. It's like, yeah, people shitpost. You don't have to interact with it. He was mad at Elon because Elon's so smart. And then he spends all of his time or most of his time shitposting on Twitter. And I was like... All right, I don't like most of Elon's tweets, but you know, I don't see him. <laughs> I don't follow the guy. I like the I like the space travel stuff because that's how that's one of the things with the Mars uh story thing and I'm really into that stuff. Uh just Googling that stuff, but like that's that's what I want to know. I don't want to know what he's posting. Like you have options here. You can block the guy. Who cares if Elon's posting a hundred times a day, and they're all memes. Like, you don't have to interact. That's basically the whole book. The most of the book was like just social media does this, this, and this, and then, and then people uh post things all the time, and and uh this man right here, or this person right here is posting a hundred times a day, and it's like, yeah, they can do that because they're adults and As an individual, you can do whatever you want and you can choose to interact with them or not. I don't know why everybody or not everybody. I don't know. I don't know why some people think like social media or what you interact with or what you do is not your choice. It's like you have no volition. Like if I go on social media and I see something I don't like, I can just hit the not interested button or I could just like keep scrolling. I don't think there's ever been a thing on social media where I saw it and been like, I'm I'm so mad. <laughs> there's been things I've seen on social where like, this is stupid. But I'm sure people say that about my stuff too. But you move on. You don't leave a comment. No, it's just like, let people do what they want to do. And you don't have to interact. But I guess there's some adults who feel like they should just be running into stuff they like. Which you can set up the for you page like that because I'm I'm gonna try what I would what I'm really interested in doing with uh, social media is I would like to learn another language. Uh, I think I've taken English as far as I can go <laughs> as my only language, and I still have not mastered it. But uh, I would like to learn another language, and I know that there's stuff, there's educational stuff on TikTok on. Instagram, on YouTube, especially, and maybe even on Twitter. I'm not sure. I'm sure there is. But because there's this other thing with specifically with TikTok, the Chinese version of TikTok, since TikTok is banned in China, there's there's this whole rumor, and I kind of fell into it too, uh, that the Chinese version of TikTok that's allowed in China, all their For You pages and their videos are... Uh, educational and that's what they're showing their citizens and that's why China's going to win and China's smarter because Over here, TikTok is like uh, close to like some sort of drug and you're getting dopamine rushes and it's all dumb stuff and people arguing and violence, violence, violence and thirst traps, thirst traps. And over in China, their version of TikTok is like science problems and engineering problems and stuff. So I did a little research on that and you can, uh, on YouTube, there's documentaries about Chinese social media and they have the same stuff that we do. They have online bullying. They have uh, – there was one, the collarbone test, which is uh, your collarbone, how many quarters you could fit in it because there was a whole skinny uh, thing. So everybody had like an eating disorder or a lot of, a lot of teens had an eating disorder. Oh, you, don't, you can't fit a, enough quarters or whatever their equivalent coin is uh, in your collarbone. So you're not skinny enough. And so it's the same shit. It's the same exact shit i don't know there's this whole i don't know if it's their propaganda or our propaganda where it's like they're winning they're better at math uh speaking about china specifically and i don't i don't think like they're they can study and stuff, but there's no innovation over there i mean you're under the CCP, all right, we're gonna get political. <laughs> I took a turn. Uh but yeah, I I don't I don't think they're any different. It's a different system. Uh and they have less innovation. But like their social media, I don't think the human experience is any different. We're all uh people, we're all humans, and it's the same thing. What are we interested by? Flashy, shiny things. What are we into? Uh, what do they have on social media, thirst traps? I guarantee there's thirst traps all over their, uh, social media too. And I'm sure there's like, uh, obviously they ban more stuff than we do, but, but yeah, it's just like, I don't, I think you can make the social media educational. You just have to look up the stuff. You gotta stop. That's the other thing too, with the, with the guy in the book that I was reading, the, is like, you could just search up stuff you want to see. <laughs> like, stop being dependent on the For You page or whatever algorithm, whatever the algorithm sends you. Just be like, all right, I'm interested in this. So I'm going to attempt it at some point. I don't know when I'm going to start this little journey. I'm probably going to start with a like easy, I'm using quotation, uh, I'm probably going to start, I think German's probably one of the easiest languages to learn. So I'm going to probably jump into that and I'm just going to use YouTube. I'm going to use YouTube, TikTok and books from the library. And let's see how much, uh, or let's see, like, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to be graded. I'm going to see how much I can do, uh, cause I would like to see what happens. And I would also like to take some math stuff too, because I've been reading this other book, which I will mention, I may do a video on it, like a little quick like book recommendation. It is The Story of Art by E.H. Gombrich. Yeah, let me read that again. The Story of Art by E.H. Gombrich. And it basically goes through the beginning of art all the way back to, I think it, it started in Egypt. It's obviously caveman drawings and stuff and then it goes to Egypt, it goes to Greece and and the Greek were taken from the Egyptians but then they were more free with their rules because the Egyptians had like very rigid rules on what their art could look like, the hieroglyphics and stuff like that. And then it goes over to Rome and how Rome took from both cultures and then kind of made it their own thing and got rid of the Greek uh, idealism of humans and started to make it more realistic and then it talks about architecture, and then it, I'm in, uh, where am I now? What chapter am I on? I'm in the, uh, oh, the Dark Ages, the super fun times, where everybody was at war with each other all the time, and everything was scary. So, yeah, I'm reading that one. That one's pretty cool. Uh, how did I get there? Um but yeah I, I, the uh, oh yeah, the math, I would like to also take some see how much math I can learn because I hated algebra when I was in school, and I got to geometry, calculus blew my mind <laughs> but i 'm going to also attempt to do that because i 've been reading a lot from that book, and then I have a few other books on my shelf about uh. Greek art and uh, architecture and stuff like that. And a lot of those artists back in the day, they were using like geometry and stuff. So I'm like, all right, I'm going through my childlike phase right now. And I got that's art and I I got a few abstract series, but like, I want to keep building. I don't ever want to be, which probably isn't good for marketing and probably isn't good for like a career where you're constantly jumping from style to style. But uh, Riker did it. Or is doing it. I think he's still alive. If he's not, I'm sorry. Uh, Gerard Reicher, Gerard German artist. Uh, he has one of my favorite paintings. Uh, the painting of his daughter. I, I, don't, I think it's just daughter's portrait or something like that. I forgot the name of it. But it's just like the back of her head. And it's in this very hyper-realistic style. And I have a thing for that, too. I've been noticing that, too because there's a there's a picture of a maiden uh picking flowers in that history book that I just talked about the story of art and it's greek and it was on a it's a fresco or a mural and you all you see is like the back of her head and it's like full body and she's just picking flowers and i really like i think that's like one of the, some of the most beautiful art which sounds really weird like the back of like a woman's head Now it sounds weird when I say it, but like Kelly's the same thing. I've taken photos of the back of my head, so I'm seeing like, all right, maybe subconsciously I was attracted to that. And I do have another, I have some drawings in my sketchbook of maybe something I would do, which is uh, very cartoony, but it's still back of the head. I I guess I like the back of the head. I don't know what this says about me. (laughs) Women are always walking away from me. That's what it says. That's how, that's how I would interpret it. <laughs> They're always leaving. Uh, but yeah, I, I, the jumping around styles. Because I always want to be pushing. Let me jump back on that. I always want to be pushing the, what do, What can I do? Do I have anything to say here? I don't want to get stuck in this like factory assembly line. Kind of just like one, two, th- like a paint by numbers. This is what I do. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. And then that's what I do for the rest of my life. And then I drop that. I would like to constantly keep pushing what I'm able to do or what, I, what my imagination and what my skill set can do. And the skill set, the imagination is not the issue. The having the skills to do what the imagination wants me to do. Or what I want to do with the imagination is the issue, so I'm gonna have to work on that. But like I said, I'm gonna, I would like to try to see how much you can learn just using the internet because all you hear about people talk about the internet, for at least in my case, everybody, it's it's a horrible place. It's this and that. Uh, it's just shit posting, uh, which you know it is. I do the same thing. Uh, but it's just doom scrolling. It's like, can you get educational stuff? Of course you can. There's obviously you can. It's just having the discipline to do it and not get stuck with like stupid shit. (laughs) I'm so tired of the dancing stuff. It's just not my thing. I don't get it. I'm, I don't know if I'm just too old. (laughs) but yeah, I'm going to try the educational stuff and let's see if I can learn. I'm like, a, probably German. I feel like German is going to be the easiest one. And if I ever travel, I'm hundred percent going over to Germany because I would like to go to the, <laughs> this is so stupid. I would like to go to the Faber Castell factory. <laughs> <laughs> they are my favorite pencil brand. Uh, and yeah, I would like to go there and just see. That's the only reason why I want to travel. If I ever travel, it's going to be for art museums and seeing factories of where my art products are made. So I'm going to... Well, one of them's in America. I can go to New Jersey uh, for general pencils. Uh, I love their charcoal pencils, and their charcoal is amazing. Uh, then it's small, independent... <laughs> I can go to Southern California to go see uh, Earl, Lube. Uh, Earl Lube. is not anything dirty if you don't know what it is. It's a paste. It's, it's basically like wheat pasting. So like for street art, but you can use it in collages. You can use it with paint and stuff. It's great. I will be talking about more about them in the future because I do love their product. Uh, France for Windsor and & Newton and Liquitex. Which there, Windsor Newton owns Liquitex. I found that out when I emailed them one time with a question, and I, I guess they're like, that's like a sister company, or they're you know whatever. Uh, so they own each other, which is cool. Um, but yeah, there and then Germany for Faber Castell and Marabu. Marabu is also there, but I think the only product I use of them is uh, made in China, except for the. I don't know where their watercolor ink is from. I don't recall that. And then Sakura, obviously Japan for Sakura. Uh, I think that's all my art supplies. And then the canvases come from Vietnam or something. Uh, <laughs> right. My whole trip, some people travel for sites, some people travel for the food. I travel for art museums and going to art uh factories. And I don't even know if they can do tours. I've I've looked into none of this. The trips aren't happening anytime soon, but I don't even know Fabric. It would be cool if Fabric, especially Fabric Castell. I would I would 100% go on a factory tour of that. What else would I go see? I don't know. I I, I draw high heels a lot. Maybe a high heel factory. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to go. I'm going to educate myself, do some other stuff. And I hope uh, you make some art today and go outside. Just go outside and do nothing. Sit in a chair. Don't even bring your phone. Just sit there and just be bored. And you'll be amazed what kind of creative stuff happens. And it doesn't happen instantly, and it doesn't fall right out of the sky, but your brain will start trying to find something to do. And when you lose access to the biggest distraction in our lives, our phones, you'll be amazed what you can come up with. And sometimes they're going to be dumb ideas. Sometimes they're going to be stupid But sometimes out of the stupid ideas, you get those out of the way and a good one falls in place. So, go be bored. Go get some sun.